What's up, man? Not much. Just uh, returning from my first successful Apollo attempt. Apollo mission recreation attempt. Yeah. Been to the moon a thousand times, but just not the way Apollo did. Fancast. And now, your host, Mr. Redbeard and Mick. Welcome to episode 55 of the We're Alive fancast, where during season 4, we covered every new release of the We're Alive audio drama. Now, we wait anxiously to hear the conclusion. I'm Mick. And I'm Redbeard. And tonight, sounds like we're bringing something a little different. Well, what do we have for us, Mr. Redbeard? We got some predictions, and I mean some, because there are so, so many, too many <laughs> together. <laughs> so, sorry up front, we did not get everything. Oh, they'll probably be glad. They don't want to hear us droning on and on <laughs> reading all this, I'm sure. And I'm sure we're going to have some some semblance of updates to this, uh, if nothing else, live from the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't. We haven't talked about that for sure. But it sounds like we will be doing at least check-ins, hopefully daily, with yeah, Redbeard and the convoy crew. Yeah, we're hoping to have a Google Hangout kind of just live for the day, each day, just to come in and check it out, say what we're up to, what do we see, and then go on. You know. Road reports. Yeah, road reports. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> hey, and also, you guys have a... A convoy Twitter, right? Yes. Uh, hold on a second. Let me pull it up. And I guess I know Kat was trying to prepare a little list of music. Is she going to play that convoy song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's in GTA Five. I'd never heard it, and you know, heard all of it at once. And until then, all I'd heard was a uh, Butters joking about it. We're gonna have us a convoy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That would be priceless. Yeah, uh, the Twitter account for the convoy is at convoy underscore wa. Yeah, Hod, Hod, sorry, Todd. <laughs> Todd posted a freaking dash cam video or picture, testing it out. That was so so cool. It's gonna be awesome to see you guys on there. Oh man, it's gonna, it's gonna be amusing. <laughs> if nothing else, it will be amusing. Yes, and looks like we're going to have the UK Friendly Time live show this upcoming Saturday, and it's scheduled for 10 a.m. our time, which is Central Time, and that rounds out to 4 o'clock GMT, and I think somebody posted that that's 5 o'clock British Royal Time or something, I don't know what they called it, but... (laughs) So, and then the uh, finale is Saturday the 19th, 
with the scenario the scenario the series finale available on the 21st for five dollars right the, the package it's going to come with original music and everything that's cool it's very cool and then at live streams you have here on the 29th is it wow that's quick right it's i was thinking we'd have two weeks finale. to prepare but no just about oh hopefully i can get all mine written up and keep my mouth shut from the time we leave the finale to the time we get to record that right you gotta keep your mouth shut for at least two days because I'm not gonna hear it till that finale package comes out. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Um, also, I spoke to Phil Englert last week. Really neat, neat guy. He does sound design for We're Live. Um, and that interview is gonna come out next Monday. You can hear a lot of cool things uh, about the behind the scenes stuff on We're Live, as well as um. Some other stuff? <laughs> no, I, I paused for a second and then I thought about... I was like, I hope he truncates silence here. <laughs> but no, uh, also a lot about his stop motion animation and just some other really cool things. He works for ESPN and does a lot of cool stuff like that, so be sure to check that out. And uh, also we, we talk about what it is about Casey that drives everybody crazy. <laughs> so. I'm looking forward to it. I was not able to be there. Yeah, he missed you. He said he didn't say whoever snoozes loses Redbeard, but it was pretty good. Well, good on him. <laughs> I didn't think Phil was going to be, you know, like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was really cool. And so, we got a new uh, iTunes review. You want to share that with everybody? I do. It says awesome show and gave us five stars. Thank you. And it's from Brandon Teske. He says, thanks for all the insight, theories, and behind-the-scene interviews from We're Alive. Definitely an amazing companion to the audio drama by Casey Wayland. Oh, and thanks for being family-friendly. Saved me many hours of listening to be able to listen to your show in my car with my kids listening. Cool. That is so awesome. That's kind of what we were hoping, as we've said a few times, would be able to happen. So, and I, I wanted to thank everybody that has donated to the show. Uh, today we've raised $47 for the trip out, which doesn't seem like a whole lot, but it is a huge help. Especially with our new server kind of gone up in the cost of operations <laughs> lately, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now they can enjoy much faster download speeds because it was that Terrible. last that last uh, service setup was dying on us. <laughs> but thanks, that was thanks to you guys, and we that's a good problem to have. Yes, that is a good problem. Severe usage issues. Apparently, that's a problem for an ISP. <laughs> I never thought we would have that issue. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, you ready to get into some predictions we rounded up? I am ready. And spoiler warning, <laughs> I don't know why you would be listening to this if you haven't listened to chapters 47 and earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but just in case you accidentally started this one up, yeah, we're spoiling everything but the finale, with that we, which is something we don't know for sure. Right. 
So we start this off with uh, Doofus Monkey putting in his prediction saying that uh, it will end with them meeting another group of survivors in a huge battle between zombies and humans. The only ones left behind, CJ and Saul raising Nicholas, Kelly and Victor planning a future with 10 kids, (laughs) (laughs) and Scratch who is a prisoner of ink. Wow, never considered that part. Um, Everyone else dies. Some other open issues. Tanya mentions more than once that she doesn't know if zombies can reproduce. That is scary. Oh, that is. That's good. Rob Zombie posted successful destruction of Ink and his high-level minions, the knowledge that around the world the other Zs have gone into the ground to die off, and the whole world to start anew, knowing that one future day it may all happen again. Oh, and some of our characters die along the way. Edit. Oops, almost forgot. Vert Skull peeps the peep out of scratch. <laughs> I was wondering how you're going to work that one in. <laughs> well, that's interesting. That Yeah, that that's a lot of what's been kind of uncovered about the zombies so far. And they're, you know, talking about the gases escaping from something that died a long time ago. Yeah, so, yeah, it seems like that's at least somewhat plausible. Because that seems to be what happened before, maybe. I could see it. Yeah. Okay, so Gfresh post. Um, the cracks possibly breached into an underground lab, deep underground lab, exclamation mark. Hmm. And the cause of the mutation plague experiment has escaped from here. Two, a little far-fetched, but the cracks are possibly an opening to another dimension, Cthulhu style. Hmm. And the cause is actually a malevolent... Uh, I think Casey's already kind of taken this out of consideration because it's not something mythical. Do you miss skip the hell itself? Uh, no, I did. Oh. I just started thinking of this being supernatural, and Casey's already kind of knocked that one down, so that this wouldn't really fit. So, not to knock G Fresh down or anything, but yeah, Casey's <laughs> already kind of ruled that one out. It could happen. You could just be throwing us for a crazy loop. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Good, yeah. Good at theorizing. Maybe he thought Doofus took his first guess. I don't know. (laughs) Doofus is back for more more theories because Casey can't kill them all off, can he? The story is coming to an end soon, but there are a lot of subplots and theories of mine that Casey hasn't killed off yet. Being an optimist, I'm posting even more suggestions, predictions, since Casey won't be able to kill them all off. Number one, a large group of survivors from elsewhere will show up to be red shirt sacrifices to Ink's new army. Tanya stated that it's <laughs> the worst in L.A. because of them hunting Ink, so that means that there has to be other survivors in the world doing a lot better. If it wasn't for Ink and the Maulers, the colony would probably be doing very well. My prediction is that a large group of survivors that has been successful elsewhere will show up in L.A. arriving by sailboat? Question mark. This group, <laughs> this large group, the Armada. <laughs> <laughs> this large group has been uniting small colonies and is now a large force that thinks they know exactly who to deal with zombies. Um, they will get suckered into a large-scale war with Ink's new super zombies, and the only people will survive to survive will be our survivors. And Ink and himself. Mick and Redbeard will kill Pete the Water Boy before being killed by zombies themselves. No way. I have no clue how this will happen since they are not even characters in the podcast, but I know Casey will find a way. Apparently we we lived 
we were unnamed characters in uh in the, in the colony, oh. so we must be at the lake. Yeah, living it up. Yes, Lake Matthews <laughs> party. <laughs> Number three, Skittles' magical power to be ignored by the zombies will get his nickname switched to Nick Voodoo. A character named Doofus will never be mentioned on the podcast. Come on, reverse psychology. <laughs> During big battle with zombies, Pegs will go to to L.A. airport and fill up the Pelican with fuel. Then she will fly them the H away from there. Scratch will be captured by Ink, who doesn't realize she is sterile. What horrors that happen to Scratch will be left up to the listener's imagination. My only prediction is that I am 100% sure case... Uh, my only prediction that I'm 100% sure will come true is that Casey will be both praised and cursed for however he ends this. There is no way he will make everyone happy, to which Casey says, yep, I think this is 100% true. I like that. Mm -hmm. Good old Casey. See, uh, Todd says... All over the place. That's good stuff. (laughs) Todd says, simple facts are we know so little about Bill Roberts that Osiris' idea of Ink being the monster Scratch created could totally be plausible. We know he had a wife, but we know nothing of kids. Though we believe the family storyline is wrapped up, it could be one final twist to tie all sides together. Do you like that idea? No, not really. But it's totally plausible. And then we have the the best uh, prediction so far. (laughs) Casey's prediction. About 20% of the fans will not be satisfied with the ending. What does that mean? I don't know, but my reply was... uh, is it the twenty percent of the fans that not that's not satisfied with the ending? Is that the uh, vocal minority? Because <laughs> that would be like one hundred percent. That's what it will. That's what it will seem like. Everybody's rah rah rabble rabble. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to get a big group of people to do that. <laughs> rah, maybe, rah, 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 rah. maybe maybe I can. So, what are your predictions for the ending? My predictions. Hey, uh, there's two questions on the Facebook page. One oh, yeah? from earlier today and one for just now. They're both asking what your fundraising goal is. Oh, really? Ah, yes. I, gotta, and Adam, I did see that earlier and I forgot to go back up there. Adam and also it. was, uh, he's been messaging me asking how much you needed. He wanted to throw you some change. Yeah, he said he was going to send me one million, what, what was it? <laughs> Milk disc or something. I forget what he said. No, he was serious, though. Oh, yeah? Uh, I, I'm trying to create a little bit of a buffer because, you know, it's pretty much dependent on what I have. So I, I'm trying to get probably around $400. Cool. You want to reply to him or you want me to? Sure. You already got it up. Yeah. Hold on. It's on my phone. And that's like to help with gas and everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got lodging and uh, lodging and gas definitely taken care of. It would just be mills and a little kicker and, like like I said, keeping a buffer in the account. Okay, I'll just put Arby's goal is 400 If possible. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I can be pretty uh, frugal. Lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my predictions, and I made... Um, I know we've made some predictions back in the early show. I haven't got a chance to go back and re-listen to it. 
So I did go back and do some predictions on February 13th whenever Casey posted a poll of who dies or who will live. And so I just went through the list and did my own. And some of them are kind of funny because they've already been screwed up. Mixed picks. Uh, Michael dies or it's a dream. (laughs) (laughs) He dies sacrificing himself without fear. And that's alluding to the line of, uh, you know, how does it go again? Uh, That was then and this is now? He didn't fear death or what was coming after. Oh, yeah. What came after. That was then. This is now. Something about fearing death. I just think he's going to sacrifice himself this time without fear. Uh, Solar Puck takes over tactical lead. So I picked them to live. CJ lives and remains the overall leader. Uh, Saul, Lizzie, uh, happily ever after with the baby. So we, oh. I'm already off on that <laughs> one. But Tanya, I'm not sure about. Um, um, let's see, where are they right now? Where's Saul exactly? They're in the tunnel. Yeah, they're in the tunnel. And, and Tanya's under attack. Oh, I might have to pick Tanya to die. I don't want to. But that makes sense in my head. So I guess I'll go with... No! Uh, I don't know. I'm going to come back to that. Vic and Kelly live, have a romantic relationship. Bert dies being executed by Scratch. Riley then kills Scratch. I'm unsure what happens to Riley. Maybe she lives. I'm going to go with uh, Riley dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Puck lives, as said already, takes over tactical lead and tries to cultivate a relationship with Riley, which shows promise. And, um, yeah, this post was a few months ago before I realized how dense I was. So that's probably not going to happen either. <laughs> uh, Skittles dies was my prediction. I think that was just to make people upset. I don't remember. Uh, I said here, Datu doesn't die from the infection. He wasn't dead yet. Or at least the infection doesn't kill him before he sacrifices himself. Uh, wrong on both counts. Tardust is killed by Saul or Bert or Lizzie. Wrong there, there, and there. But he was killed, at least, I guess, by one of the survivors. Ink catches Z-flu, dies. Ink catches zombie <laughs> flu, dies. Hmm. Nope, didn't know then. Just kidding. Uh, Michael kills him while sacrificing himself, is the prediction. Uh, last one. Pegs lives and is not crushed to death by Mr. McGewerns, despite popular belief slash opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream that we can all have. Right. <laughs> so did you have any modern predictions? No, I'm going to stick with those. Okay. I kind of wrote the up an- some ancient, that I've been... The ancient uh, February predictions. <laughs> I wrote up a few just sitting here kind of thinking about it. And I think that Riley's going to die saving pegs. Uh, Bert... I think the jury's still out on that one. I don't know. Uh, Michael's going to die in the tunnel to make himself feel better about Randy. Uh, Tanya's going to sacrifice herself for Nicholas and Saul. CJ's going to end up dying somehow, but won't die until she professes her undying love to Saul. Ooh. I wrote, Vic rides into the sunset with Kelly and Tanya. (laughs) With Saul and Puck in tow. Pegs doesn't die because she's like a cockroach. 
<laughs> Skittles will never know. Hope, sure. And I think that Pete and Max are going to die. Yep. That Just sounds good. Less than a little bit longer than most red shirts. I'm going to go... I, I don't know. I don't... I liked it being some kind of artificial um, zombie thing, but I had so much fun looking up the stuff about the great dying last week. I'm just going to go with that has something to do with it. <laughs> the mass it, extinction event. Uh, that That is very cool. I'm, I'm kind of wondering if it is past zombie events of some sort that play a role into it as well. Yeah. I, w- I would rather an artificial zombie uh thing but this is this could be cool too so so um and as far as his prediction on 20 percent will be unsatisfied man i don't know it seems like he could end it anyhow anyway almost and i wouldn't i wouldn't be upset but i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna have to wait right yeah i don't think I i'd could be, be really upset. surprised i've enjoyed the ride so right i'd be really surprised if if I was not satisfied with the ending. The only th- only way I could see that happening is if it left too much open. I like there being a pretty good close closure on th- some things, but even some open-endedness here and there doesn't bother me, but not too much on too many big points, which I don't think... I think he said there will be enough to put the pieces together, which will be good enough for me. Yeah, and, you know, one of the other questions I wanted to ask is, uh, so... If Casey did do another story within the universe of We're Alive, how do you think that would be? Like, what kind of story would it be? Yeah. Would it be, like, normal zombies in survival? Would it be... I really, really, really like this, the idea of the uh, the the boat and yeah. what happened there. I think, that's, I think that's a for sure thing. I bet we'll get a three-part chapter type story for just for that if like not. some stories that are probably like near misses and coming into contact with LA people not even that just it I mean it could be that or it could just be a story that involves that boat somehow with nothing to do with the LA people <laughs> what I was just thinking that whole other story progression ends and that's the boat drifts off. Right. <laughs> At the very end, it's just one little bitty detail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or there could, there's a, a ton of little chapter length stories that could be told. That would be a lot of fun. And uh, many of them could be probably dragged out to half a season's worth of stuff. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm holding out that he's got some other long form story ready to go. In the next year or so, to launch, he's just been teasing it so hardcore lately. I don't know. I think the uh, ho- a, a Hawaii-based story would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Just for the sheer fact that we know it was big there, and Colony says the zombies were worse. Right? He did say that, right? Yeah, I forget. There was a clarification on that. It is. I think he said they seemed more aggressive or right maybe something like that and it probably came back to ours being more like pets in in LA versus other ones just being mindless 
shambling, hungry <laughs> things everywhere else. And so, I, you know, I just want to put out there like a lot of there's a lot of really good stuff from uh, Grog and and Witch Doctor, but man, the forum threads are so deep on the theories that I could I just couldn't get everything. Mm-hmm. So we may end up doing another follow up to this. I don't know. We'll see. Definitely a uh, after everything ends, couple of follow ups. Right. We'll we'll try to close this, put some closure on all the open stuff afterwards. Maybe our own spin, at least. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, of course, this whole thing's been our own spin half the time. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Got there. the The next question we got is. What are you going to do once we're live in? You want to take the first one? Sure. And uh, should we thank Dupus for asking this question? Oh, huge, huge thanks. It's a great question. Yeah. Dupus says, I think I might take up sewing, maybe learn to speak Latin. I might have to take a, have to make a solar slash wind-powered water well for my house. <laughs> hey, watch out. I heard those are kind of tricky. Um, he also says maybe I will develop plans for a compressed air powered home defense system I probably should try to do something productive like brew my own beard no (laughs) I almost I kind of ended that with a D no brew my own beer not beard Uh, I I don't know how you brew beards (laughs) (laughs) let's see uh, Todd is dead says probably start my own fanfic version of what happened in my region also get back to my art now that KC will no longer be sucking all my creativity, <laughs> <laughs> probably be a roving reporter for Dare to Survive yes. if they have me Beautiful. and my obscure references. And <laughs> 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 patiently wait for the next project. We'll have you. Todd, I don't know if you mean to take some of the most unsettling pictures, but man, you do. You could just be in the background of some Dare to Survive stuff. We'll... <laughs> Am I right? Oh man, he's great! I can't, I can't wait to he did, go put on this some road filters on him. Yeah, and has him just looking just off camera enough to be unsettling. I, I'm just wondering what the general consensus will be when people see the two beards in L.A. <laughs> like these two scary looking dudes. Probably gonna fit in. Probably. I hope you get there and everybody has beards. <laughs> and the only guy that's standing out is the one person without a beard because Casey's got one. Mar or uh, <laughs> yeah, Marv. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's got one. <laughs> All the cool kids are doing it now these days, That's right? Even Deacon Jones is trying to grow his out. <laughs> he keeps joking about not being able to grow one. But am I next here? You're next. Four o four. Life not found. <laughs> Great name. Hmm. I think I'll start listening to other podcasts slash audio dramas after I binge listen to the entire We're Live series, of course. I also started writing an apocalyptic novel called The Unseen, so I'll have more time to write. Maybe you'll learn Japanese. Um, there's a lot of creative people that listen to We're Live that are involved in the forums and big part of the fan base. So, and I don't know, if nothing else, you guys should send in your your creative works and let us pip them out for you. Sounds like fun. See, uh, Turbo says, cry, of course. 
It, it is going to be a bit of a void to fill. Right. I guess I'll go ahead and take this next one since that was so short. See, so yeah, Redshirt says, I didn't want to wait. Or wait. I didn't wait for the end. I started writing again after the second live cast, making progress fairly pleased with myself. That's the primary blame for my reduced participation on the forums. My book is sucking my creativity tank dry. Uh, learning Latin would be a good idea for what I have planned in the future of my book story series. Oh. Book forward slash story series. I want to know about that. Sounds good. Gooer, cry myself to sleep every night. Sigh. I'll just have to make myself continue my university work, knowing no more We're Alive is coming out. I'd also like to learn Italian and Japanese, but reading kanji, katakana, and hiragana seems so hard. But there is <laughs> but there is romaji, too. Did you just make up a whole bunch of words you wanted me to read on here? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I'm glad you got that one. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Liam Carrington says, over the months and years, I had some really nice conversations with Casey and Osiris. They told me some things about writing and telling stories, and that's what I will focus on even more when We're Alive is over. Currently, I write articles for the Mad Adventurers Society. Hmm, I'm going to have to Google that and figure out what that is. And I stick to the methods taught by Casey and Osiris. I also look forward to seeing something new from Casey. And I hope I will have enough time to dive into into it as much as I did with We're Alive, and that it will draw enough attention from me that I become at least half as passionate about it as I did with We're Alive. Besides that, I like to look back at this forum and enjoy the good times I had with We're Alive fans up until now. All very cool stuff. Yeah, so many people talking about writing, and I'd love to write like that. I'd love, I'd love to have good ideas like that. Yeah, me write too. About. <laughs> and then be able to write them. <laughs> General Malarkey, I'm going to die. Well, don't do that. He continues, then I'm going to reincarnate and die all over again. The end. Doofus Monkey to Weird Life Fancast. Oh, that should have been a new line. Sorry. Is that a new line? Yeah, go ahead and take that one. Okay. Doofus Monkey to Weird Life Fancast. Uh, we're a live fan cast. listening. go ahead. Uh, you should do a podcast version of Dirty Jobs called Crappy Jobs. Just interview people who do jobs that you wouldn't do. My wife is a nurse, and if I ever hear another story about digging out the impacted rectum of another pa- of a patient again, no. <laughs> um, I didn't understand it until just now. <laughs> That's terrible. N- no um, intimate... Relations for her. Is that, is that good enough? Would that they'll be okay with my kid in the car? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, how, how did the constipated mathematician solve his problem? How did the consti- constipated mathematician solve his problem? Yeah. How? He worked it out with a pencil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh, it is. <laughs> um, see, what, what was uh, the joke on the popsicle stick tonight? It was a good one. I liked it because I like ghosts and stuff. 
It was a... Uh, ah, I can't that's, remember it. That's an interesting one. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, <laughs> uh, see. Casey replied to this forum thread, too, and said uh, he plans to take a break, work out, see friends again, continue to work on other things. That won't last long. Ooh, he, other he, things. He can't go without creating something. Nope. He's addicted to this community as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> until Casey comes out with something else, what are we planning on doing? Well, we've got a few different things going on that we're cooking up. Of course, Dare to Survive, which isn't just a post-production spin. Stall. Stall. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much all edited minus... A, an intro because I don't have any good 3D skills <laughs> to piece together a, a nice, seriously like 10 second intro that that spins into our Dare to Survive logo um, waiting for that and then once we have that done, really it's just adding a little bit of scoring here and there, not much and a little bit of voiceover to explain some things that are going on but I mean, that's it for that also um looking at a few different things. We've been talking about one lately, and this is new, um, and I'm really excited about it because <laughs> that's just really cool. But basically we're going to talk about survival stories that uh, you can find online or find in books. And we're going to talk about, uh, just tell the stories of these people who survived these crazy things um, that I can't even let, just blow my mind each time I read any of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man, and there's some really good ones and I I'm, I'm I'm excited about this. They are. Yeah, we're going to we're going to tell that story and then we're also going to kind of just talk about it. And um it's kind of a the sad thing is some of these are a real different feel to this show cuz some of them we can have some fun with, but other ones are just too heavy. <laughs> we just got to really give pay it the kind of respect it deserves as yeah. well. What's what's be changing gears for us? As far as uh, that thing goes, but I think it'll we can still have fun with it here and there. Oh yeah, especially with one of our segments that we're gonna have. Can we can we tell them that? Uh, I don't know. Well, you know, when we tell these survival stories, and we can make this determination afterwards. But when we tell these survival stories, we're gonna have a segment called "I would have died when." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when then there's a blank there, and we fill it in with <laughs> each time we would have died. <laughs> So, if there's no comical break at all during the storytelling, there definitely will be when we get to that part. Right. <laughs> In our first show, I would have died so many times from <laughs> things that weren't even close to fatal, uh, even, for most people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, but we've got that. Uh, I've... I'm really excited about the new creative team on Superman, so I want to start talking about that, even if it's just going to be short shows covering that. Uh, and if there's any comics fans out there, DC Comics released a list of 25 essential uh, graphic novels or whatever, basically collections of six comic books, six to eight comic books. And so I might try to go through that list, and Redbeard will probably guest host with me on that some here and there. Definitely. We'll have some fun with that. 
did you have any other shows you wanted to talk about? Yeah, um, and because there's some of these are kind of kind of out there, we're going to keep them separated on the site. But we're, what we're going to do is we're going to create a, a big feed for you know a big RSS feed for everything, so you can download the episodes you want to listen to, or for something just tweaks your interest, you can you can download that as well. But um, one of the things that I'm working on is doing like a um, nerd slash science slash high voltage experiments <laughs> podcast. And I've already got an interview lined up for it that I've already recorded. And I'm going to release as part of that project whenever this all comes to an end. Oh, cool. See, you're, you're springing new stuff on me even. <laughs> so we're I'm going to be doing things like creating plasma in a microwave and creating a microwave death ray and some fun, <laughs> fun stuff. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also about the survival stories, we're gonna we're gonna try as and it may be unsuccessful, but we're gonna try to do interviews there as well, where some of these people that had the more modern survival stories, because there are some really cool ones from centuries past that oh, I'd yeah. like to talk about too. But for the people that are still around, if we can get a chance to talk to them, that would be really awesome. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I'm. It's it's gonna be really different. We can't, you know, mm-hmm. especially the focus of on episode one. Oh yeah, just an amazing story. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be a completely different dynamic than what we've been doing, but it should be fun. It, yeah, it should be fun. It'll be rewarding. And so. then, of course, there is the possibility of covering uh, "We're Alive" chapter by chapter from the, from the beginning which would be fun, and we'll have to look at the logistics of doing that along with our new fun podcasts, but it definitely wouldn't be as rigorous as what we've been doing now, because uh, <laughs> with everything we have going on now, this has been pretty rough to, to maintain that consistent schedule, and I can see why some, uh, podcasts have a hard time meeting that those deadlines, but it yeah, it's, it was rough at times, but we definitely enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Loved every second of it. Mm-hmm. So we got some good stuff planned for the future. We do hope you join us. If not, we're glad to have had you on this ride. Of course, hopefully uh, you'll be listening to the finale coverage we do, which will be numerous. <laughs> It'll be numerous. I could, I see us doing, depending on if we get the live show to release on our podcast, that's going to be a show or two in itself. Um, there's going to be the UK show coming up, which is going to be at least one release. There's going to be, let's see, what is, uh, we'll probably cover the finale in our regular form as well, which is just us two talking about it for, that may be three shows, trying to break it up in the 20, me- 20 minute segments. So we're not, yeah, we don't know, but it's going to be a lot of coverage for this in the coming months. And then also, like we said, the a fan wrap-up or two where we just try to close all the things left open for ourselves and for you guys, whatever you think. Definitely. All right. And I can't tell you how excited I am about this road trip. You leave next Tuesday, right? The tr- Next. Uh, what? Next, uh, yeah, next Tuesday. 14th, 15th. 15th. Yeah, and oh. I'm excited to meet Cat and Todd whenever you launch from Little Rock. Yes. 
yeah, it's going to be a blast. So, and I look forward to documenting the trip and keeping people updated, all while trying to keep our mouths shut about the finale. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But And that'll be a special after the finale is released. I'll put out some of that stuff. Oh, right, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll be canning up some stuff. Oh, yeah. We can't release anything about the finale till after the live show. Yeah. But the good news is if we're on our game, we could have part one of that coverage out the next day. Yeah, oh, de- oh definitely. So that would so, be a lot of fun. Figure out how to schedule all that out and make it work. But, yeah, we'll do that. So, oh, I mean, you'll be back. I mean, shoot. You're not going to take oh, yeah, 10 yeah. days to get back. But some, I'm talking about, yeah, some of that canned stuff we'll have ready already. And then we'll do a show together. Um, depending on how long that takes. Right. Well, uh, I've got nothing more. I've got nothing else either. That was good. That was good. This is Mick. And this is Redbeard. All right. Look forward to talking to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the We're Alive Fancast. If you would like to send feedback to the show, you can email us at we'realive at mickred.com, and we will read your mail on the show. We want to know what you think about We're Alive each week. Tweet us or email us your theories and reactions to that week's show. You can tweet us at, at WAFancast. Visit our website at mickred.com. Mickred is always spelled M-I-C-K-R-E-D. You can find the We're Alive Fancast on Facebook. Just search We're Alive Fancast. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song Ghost Apocalypse in this podcast. This has been a Mick Red production. I'm, trying to, I'm sitting over here trying to unbrick my phone. Oh, it's still bricked. <laughs> no. Oh, I made it worse. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, but I figured out how to fix it. Think you're good now? Yeah, I had to download a stock ROM. Couldn't possibly make it worse, could you? No. What? Well, yeah, stock ROM. I had to download, but to fix the problem, and then I got to go back in and do more to get it to dual boot. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I basically got to change my phone into a development version before I can put on a third-party ROM. Wow. Two seconds, I'll be right back. Okay. Which means Redbeard left me alone with a mic. And he's recording. Sometimes, sometimes he doesn't hear everything. This might just slip past him. Let me reach forward to my a book I have handy here. It's called From the Twilight Zone. Let me just turn to a page. What do we have? Oh! <gasps> Is that really called the Odyssey of Flight 33? That's interesting. The Lonely. Monsters are due on Maple Street. That's a good one. The Mighty Casey. It's not one of my favorites, but it's pretty good. Let's see. Dust. Boy, that, that name sounds pretty good. Let's go ahead and start this off then. There is a village built of crumbling clay and rotting wood. It squatted ugly under a broiling sun, like a sick, mangy animal waiting to die. It had a name, but the name was of little consequence. It had an age, but few people cared how old it was. 
It lay somewhere in the southwest on the fringe of a desert. A two-block-long main street, lined with the squalid frame stores and a few adobe huts. They shook and wheezed and groaned like tired old men whenever a wagon went by, which was seldom, raising the dust and leaving it to hang like a fog. On this day, even the few stores that were not boarded up had closed their doors. Scrawled signs announced that each was closed for the funeral, or will be open after the funeral. And also, on this day, the street was empty, save for a sway-backed horse pushing an aged snout into a water trough and flickering off the glossy green flies that descended on its flanks by the one hundreds. Its switching tail was the only movement on the main street. Sounds came loudly and intermittently from the corner, hammering the creak of boards. Then the sound of some heavy object being dropped through the air, only to be caught up short. They were building a gallows. You back?